Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Thank you, Sid. You're the best. The 2021 free agency period for your LA Sparks was very exciting. Re-signing NECA and Shanae Gumake, Brittany Sykes, Taya Cooper, Simone Augustus, signing Erica Wheeler, Amanda Zowie B, Bria Holmes, and Nia Coffey. On this episode of Believe in Sparks, presented by Bet Online AG, general manager and head coach Derek Fisher is going to talk to the media. And as always, we are led and guided by our good friend Eli Horwitz, the director of public relations and communications for your LA Sparks. Take it away, Eli. All right, we're going to get started. Uh, thank you so much for attending media. Excited to have our general manager and head coach Derek Fisher recap uh, the Sparks 2021 free agency period, and we're going to go right into questions uh, today. So we'll start with Howard Megdahl with the New York Times in the next. Thanks, Eli. And Derek, thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Yep. No, thank you, Howard. And, and thanks to everyone. Um, so I don't, I don't have to thank each of you along the way, but thank you all for joining. And um, yeah, I mean, the excitement around the W is has a lot to do with your support, so we appreciate it. I'm glad we could be a time saver in that way. So the um, the question I have for you revolves around the way you are looking at the pieces fitting together uh, in your front court. And, you know, in terms of someone like Shanae, who I know came off the bench um, for much of her time in 2019, but obviously, you know, has a pedigree, multi-time all-star, somebody who's been a featured player. I was wondering, you know, as you balance with her, with ACB, um, you know, what do you see as the way your front court shapes out with the talent you have put together there? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, <laughs> uh, a great question. I mean, I think our, our front court for sure, you know, starts, um, you know, with NECA uh, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, the decision to, you know, really focus on making sure we had the opportunity to, to have a conversation with NECA uh, about what the future of this organization would look like and, and how we saw her fitting into it and, and us fitting into her vision. Um, and, you know, I'll expand there as we go, but specifically in regards to, you know, Shanae and, and Amanda, and we obviously uh, are excited, hopefully, to see Maria Vadiva, uh, probably closer to the second half of the season this year uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the Olympic break. And, um, and then Christina Nigua, you know, a young developing player. So we, we definitely have a, a lot uh, of directions we could go up front. Ultimately, we, you know, we want to have as many tools as possible uh, in our front court. And we feel like Shanae 
and Amanda, uh, you know, were really great additions. You know, people didn't see Vadiva last year. Uh, so we're excited to be able to get her back in the second half of the season. And in, in terms of, you know, just how it ends up looking, uh, you know, we're intentionally creating an environment in training camp where um, everybody's going to have to compete for everything. Um, and we know it's professional sports and we, we know that there are some givens, but uh, what's great about this group and, and what has been great about this free agency process is every player we've spoken to that wants to be a part of what we're doing, understand what we're trying to create and they're ready to come in and compete. And now a word from our sponsor. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us. Can you believe all the upsets? It's crazy. And Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We'll go to Miriam Swanson with the LA Daily News. I, I guess I wanted to ask you about sort of the, that training camp. I mean, already you guys have 15, 15 players there and, and drafts still coming up and you mentioned competing. Um, is, is it, how, how much competition is there going to be? And um, how is that different than it's been in past years, obviously when you had a couple more stars in camp uh, to, to sort of hold things down? Yeah, no, a great question. I think, um, you know, for us, like I kind of briefly just mentioned a little bit ago, um, you know, as of now, we don't expect Maria to uh, to be here when the season starts. So that does give us the additional opportunity uh, to carry what ultimately would be adding a 16th player, quote unquote, uh, when training camp begins. So even though we're at 15 right now, uh, you know, unless things change with Maria, we would have the opportunity uh, to have what for a temporary period of time a 16th player when training camp starts, which could be our 10th pick in the draft. It could be our second round pick at 22. It, it depends on, you know, how many things go over the next month or month and a half. But um, outside of that, we are definitely creating, uh, you know, a highly competitive environment. And it doesn't mean that uh, obviously, you know, the, the, the stars and the veteran players that we have coming to camp, um, you know, they, they know the game. They understand a lot about what it means to be in this league. Uh, usually they have the advantage, but uh, we, we're very intentional about the players that we that we are adding. Um, not to mention a player like Christy Tolliver, who will be in training camp that, um, you know, we have not gotten a chance to see in a Sparks uniform uh, since she re-signed with us uh, before the 2020 season. So uh, training camp is going to be different. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, and we're excited about getting to that point. And I, I think our players are excited about it. it. It's a it's a new era of Sparks basketball, and we're moving in a different direction. And I think everyone's looking forward to the process and the journey. Brady Clopper with SB Nation. Hey, Derek. Uh, I know your apologies. is a fire truck driving right by my microphone right as I'm coming. It's all it's all good, man. It's, it's that's COVID for us. That's COVID, um, and that's uh, a. Yeah. I wasn't worried about whether you guys could hear my neighbor's dog barking every time I say a word. So it's all good. Got all the distractions. Uh, I know that you're obviously looking forward at this point of the season, um, but I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about 
what it was like on, on your end of things with Chelsea and Candice, you know, what those meetings were like and when you knew that it was likely that there was going to be a separation there and that you had to start focusing on bringing in players like Erica, who you probably wouldn't have had the space to bring in had they resigned. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that um, in terms of the essence of the conversations, things that were discussed, you know, I, um, I know, you know, players are, um, I think much more empowered to speak to their experience more so than me or our team, you know, kind of speaking on, the tone or things that were said, um, but you know they were positive um, from from our experience. And ultimately, you know, we uh, the first decision in terms of free agency, you know, and, and looking back, really was the the choice to core NECA with in terms of our core designation. Uh, that's really the first big domino in WNBA free agency uh, because you you have to make that choice uh, in, in the two weeks prior to being able to get into uh, you know, meaningful negotiations with players and agents. Uh, and so with that in mind, you know, us choosing the Corneca uh, and what she has meant to this organization and, and will continue to mean to it, uh, you know, going into conversations with Chelsea and Candace, uh, you know, we understood the risk. We knew that they were both unrestricted free agents and would have the opportunity to choose other teams if they, if they so chose to. Um, and, you know, we respect the decisions like we, we really do, uh, you know, the opportunity for Candace to go back to Chicago where her basketball career started. Um, you know, we wish her the best. We, uh, I'm sure her family's happy, the, the, the community's happy, and um, the, we don't feel that there was anything negative about the, the process or the experience. Um, and same for Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea's a wonderful person. Candace is as well. They won a championship here with this organization, they're, they're close friends. Uh, it's difficult for them to, I'm sure, make the decision to, to play on two different teams. Uh, from what we can gather, Chelsea had the opportunity to visit with Las Vegas last year, uh, you know, during her uh, somewhat rest more restricted type of free agency experience last year. And, uh, and I think that lingered for her, that experience, uh, and factored into the decision that she made this year. Uh, and, and we wish Chelsea the best as well. Looks like Vegas has a, a great team uh, shaping up and uh, poised to do some great things. So we wish both of them the best. Um, of course, except when they play us, you know, we, we hope they don't do too good. But, uh, you know, they're both fantastic basketball players, all stars. Uh, Candace is a sure-fired Hall of Famer, one of the best players to ever play basketball. Uh, you know, we've thanked her for her service here. We'll, and, you know, I'm sure in the future there'll be other opportunities too. But, um, you know, right now we're excited just about moving forward and moving into this, this new era. Um, and, and we're excited about that. We, we have a number of players. I mentioned Christy earlier, you mentioned Erica Wheeler in your question. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're excited about the future. Um, you know, even though obviously our history and our tradition is something to be excited about as well. Thanks, Brady. We'll go to Sabrina Merchant, also with SB Nation. Hey, Derek. Um, a lot of the players that we've had a chance to speak to so far have mentioned that they think this roster really fits your style of play and the way you want to coach. And I'm curious, you know, what that means to you. How do you see that vision coming to life on the court? Yeah, I, mean, I think we've, uh, you know, over the last couple of seasons, uh, you know, we've really worked hard to, um, you know, play the game with, the, you know, a, a higher intensity level uh, and with, with much more pace. Uh, and so we've tried to build a team that we feel like 
we'll physically be able to sustain the pace we want to play at, uh, the things that we want to do offensively in attacking teams, um, and, and having the dynamic players at multiple positions to be able to do so. Uh, having Christy back on the court is beyond exciting for us. Uh, she was our number one priority in free agency in 2020, and we were very, very fortunate uh, that she made the choice to come back to L.A., so having her on the court uh, is, is really exciting for us as an organization and as a staff. Um, you know, Erica Wheeler's speed and her ability to turn the corner and attack the paint uh, offensively is, is something that has caused problems for, uh, for teams in this league, you know, for four years now. And, and um, you know, we're excited about what she'll be able to do, uh, you know, for us in that regard. And then, you know, just athletically at the wing positions, uh, Brittany Sykes returning to our team. Like, I can't say enough about her. Uh, you know, her first year with us was not something that we were necessarily surprised in terms of uh, the, the talent and the ability that she possessed, but uh, really a, a, the type of person and the type of young woman that we want to build uh, something with. Uh, all of her teammates loved having her uh, and made it very clear that uh, it, it would be, uh, you know, an important piece to keep uh, in the fold if we could. And she deserves and, and her agent deserve all the credit in the world for uh, seeing our vision, seeing the future of where we're going. Um, and honestly, you know, agreeing to resign with us, uh, you know, for a number that allowed us to continue to build our roster out the right way. Uh, and Brittany deserves a lot of credit for that. You continue to talk about, you know, Simone and Bria Holmes and, and, and Nia Coffey, who we just added recently. Uh, you know, getting Ma Maria Vadiva back, you know, Christine's talent that she showed last year, um, you know, getting TRP back and healthy, Sydney Weiss, you know, Taya Cooper. Uh, and so it, we just, we, we really feel like, and obviously we have to get on the court and do it, um, but a combination of youth and athleticism and speed and dynamic play uh, combined with uh, as highly accomplished of a group of veterans as you'll ever see, and, and Simone and Neca and, and Shanae, and, and then adding Amanda's ability to um, give us size and rebounding um, and toughness in the middle, but also an ability to space the floor offensively from the center position uh, that opens our offense up in ways that we feel like will allow us to be more efficient on that end. We've had a top three defense in the league the last two seasons. Um, and in the postseason, we've stalled offensively, honestly. Uh, so we, we really feel like we've added the type of pieces that will allow us to to break teams down offensively uh, and, and make us a more complete team. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. I don't sleep very well. It's super frustrating. I can't turn my brain off. I can't relax. And it's one of those things that, ah, oh, it's just maddening. Fortunately, I found Sunday Scaries and realized they make products specifically for overthinkers and those who can't sleep, like me. Their CBD gummies help me decompress and clear my head and fall asleep so I can actually wake up feeling like a functioning human being. There's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. I got you 25% off to prove this. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE for your discount. That's promo code B-L-E-A-V for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're awesome, and you won't regret joining their squad. 
how does Coach Fisher assess the job that GM Fisher has done in his first offseason? Because you've been a coach in this league longer than you've been a GM. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, I, I normally ask you to come back to me later when we have some some results to speak of. Um, but, you know, to, to, to try and be as respectful as possible, like I think, um, you know, with, with the question that Sabrina just asked and, and what the players have mentioned, um, I'm very excited. And, and we're all excited and happy about uh, the, the direction that this team is going in terms of our personnel and the things we're going to be capable of doing. So my guess is that, in, you know, in those conversations between coach and GM, uh, the coach is definitely happy that we can we can play faster. Uh, we can we can give Coach Latricia Trammell uh, some additional toolbox uh, material for some things that she wants to do on the defensive end. Uh, we really feel like we'll be able to be even more disruptive with the length and athleticism at the wing position, the speed at the guard spots. Um, and so, yeah, we you know we feel good about it. But again, it, it's all on paper right now. And um, until we put it all together and most importantly, uh, you know, put uh, an organizational culture and, and, and energy around who we are every day, um, you know, that th- that's what we really uh, have to also bring along with, with where we're going on the court and, um, and put something really special together. And I think a lot of our players, uh, they see that vision uh, and we tried to lay it out for them as best we could. And, we're excited about those those people that have chosen to go on this journey with us. And uh, we, we know we have to pay them back in a major way. Thanks, we'll go to Chris Camello with Nightcast Media. Uh, so my I have a two part question. One, uh, after the losses of Candace and Chelsea, was there any sort of deliberation about whether or not to go maybe toward a culture shift? Maybe not shift is the right word, but maybe a culture pivot? And two, what has been the most difficult part of this process that maybe you didn't anticipate uh, when you took on this role? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the first part, um, I think we're always looking to improve and get better, right? Uh, Whether uh, players choose as unrestricted free agents or free agents to to stay uh, or to go to other teams, like our job is to be laser focused on improving who we are and what we do on a daily basis uh, on and off the court within our organization, department to department. Um, our ownership group is as engaged um, as, as they've ever been. Like we're, we're all, all in with the direction that we're going right now. Uh, and so uh, I, I think regardless of the free agent decisions in terms of players, um, you know, I, I, no matter whether it's yes or no, it, it's all information and just feedback about um, the, the, the things that we need to make sure we're staying focused on. So, um, you know, I think that's the first part. Like we, our culture has been shifting and we're continuing to shift it in, in the right direction. And that, that doesn't change, uh, you know, depending on what players are here or, or not here. Um, the second part, um, which I need you to remind me of actually a little bit more because I, I don't want to um, I don't want to miss answering your question the right way. The second part of your question. Oh, no, no, no problem. Uh, yeah. What, what has been the most difficult part of this your first offseason as GM that maybe you didn't anticipate? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, to be frank, like I'm, I'm not a guy that, uh, you know, is always holding my cell phone and, you know, just constantly, constantly talking, texting, emailing. Um, you know, I, I like to decompress. I like to have a moment uh, to myself and to family and, you know, keep a, a level of balance and, and, and centeredness and connectedness. But, um, you know, being the general manager of, of a sports team is is completely different than just coaching. Uh, it really is a 24-7 commitment, uh, 365 days of the year. Um, I think I anticipated that. I just didn't know what the experience would be like uh, in terms of uh, the, the amount of discussions and conversations and meetings and um, and sharing ideas and pushing each other forward. Um, but I intentionally signed up for it, even though I didn't, I didn't quite exactly know how much my phone would ring or how long I would be on it from, from hour to hour. Uh, I wanted this opportunity uh, to invest in our players and invest in our women and invest in the people in PR and in business and in marketing and in community relations. And, um, you know, this team has been in LA for 25 years and it's as accomplished as any professional sports team um, can be in a 25 year period in terms of the amount of championships won, the amount of postseasons that the Sparks have appeared in. Um, and we're still fighting a very uphill battle. Uh, and I wanted to be a part of that fight, right? We, we are double minority here with the Sparks. We, we champion our women, which are underserved and underrepresented in many ways. And many of our women are women of color who are underrepresented um, and, and not always uh, treated the way that they deserve to be treated. And so um, I'm intentionally here, even though it won't be easy. Um, and only way I can do my job is, is that our players feel like, you know, we're doing everything we possibly can to make their experience better here uh, with our team. Thanks, Chris. Time for just a few more today. We'll go to um, Pavi with h and Media. What's up, Coach? Um, I up? had a negative yesterday. And, um, she said she can, you know, by the roster moves that you made, um, kind of see the system that you are installing here in um, LA. Um, if I could just ask you to describe your system and um, describe your play style offensively and defensively, um, how would you do that? And how do the roster moves you made speak to the style of basketball that you want to play in? Uh, yeah, no, I think that, uh, you know, versatility, uh, you know, speed, athleticism, quickness, uh, mental and physical toughness, uh, hunger, passion, humility, um, you know, sacrifice, like, you know, not things that other, um, you know, teams, coaches are, you know, feel are important values, but, you know, those are really the priorities. Uh, and, and we feel like we, you know, we've added players uh, and continue to invest in players that, that check those boxes, uh, you know, defensively, because I, I think that's where, uh, it, it really starts first. Uh, if, if you cannot disrupt teams offensively, uh, you know, not just through defensive scheme and strategy and uh, tactical and, and, you know, adjustments, uh, but also just through, through length, uh, through size, uh, through speed, the amount of, uh, 
the amount of opportunities and situations that you have to be able to switch defensively, that you have to get into rotation, that you have to be able to trap the pick and roll or trap the ball on the post uh, and fly around and scramble coming out of it. Um, players that communicate and talk to each other. Uh, those are all key things to great defense. And, you know, we've, we've been a top three defense the last couple of years and we were intentional about the players we, we added that we feel like can, can even help us improve more there on that end. Offensively, you have to be able to attack the paint, uh, like in a relentless, uh, not taking no for an answer in terms of getting the basketball into the paint, whether through the pass, whether through the dribble, uh, you have to get there. And we, we had to improve in our ability to, uh, to turn the corner, uh, to attack the paint off the dribble, uh, players that are physically capable uh, to possession after possession after possession, uh, run, attack, sprint the floor, run the lanes, uh, comfortable attacking the basket, finishing through contact, et cetera. Uh, all of those things are important to what we're trying to do. Uh, and so we, we made those things a priority. We feel like Erica does many of those things on both ends. Uh, Christy Tolliver, you know, Shanae is as, you know, the fourth, <laughs> the fourth most efficient from a field goal percentage standpoint player in the history of the league. Uh, we talked about NECA's efficiency. Uh, you know, Amanda Zowie B coming off a career year. Brittany Sykes, second team all defense. Um, you know, Taya Cooper's emergence as a rookie last year after being, uh, you know, drafted and then released and then signed and uh, what Sydney Weiss was doing before she went and, and succumbed to an ankle injury last season. Like we, we just feel like all of our players um, are, are going to fit what we want to do. And, you know, I just think to your question, offensively, versatility, defensively, versatility. Um, but you need the length, the speed, and the athleticism to do those things, and and and, and some and basketball IQ as well. Uh, I don't want to leave that out. Uh, and you know, we we're intentional about that part of it as well. And now a word from our sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Uh, Rashawn Haylock with KTLA. Um, you, you had a very decorated career as a player. I'm wondering what are some of those traits from your playing days that have helped you now in this role as, as GM? And how did you go about preparing for this like who are some people maybe you, you've leaned on or, or reached out to in terms of how to you know address an offseason and, and assemble a roster things of that nature yeah I mean I, I um I, I, I'll the second part first like I you know I try really hard to respect uh you know other folks careers and and um you know who they communicate with who I communicate with etc and uh so, I, you know, I will say that, yes, I, I, you know, repeatedly and consistently 
am in contact with, uh, you know, with coaches that I played for, uh, current coaches uh, in, in both sides of the game of basketball in college as well. Um, you know, men and women that are general managers and presidents of teams now and or have been historically um, player agents uh, and current and former players on the men's side and the women's side. Uh, uh, in addition to, you know, reading and listening to, uh, you know, folks that have been in, in leadership positions within sports as well as within business and uh, <clears throat> how that ties back to my playing career uh, and how it may have helped to kind of prepare. I think it, it all, you know, really comes back to the people. Um, and, you know, uh, the, the as, as a player, like really, uh, you know, from a leadership position, you know, there, there were things that I felt really strongly and passionately about um, that I believed in. Uh, and even if those things weren't always the exact perfect thing or the right thing for the team at that time, uh, ultimately it, it ends up being the right thing because for, as a leader, um, you, you have, that's what you have to lean on. Uh, and, that, and that is definitely some of the, uh, you know, the advice that I've received um, and that I've learned through my own experiences uh, are, you know, to believe in what you believe in and, and, and really remain consistent in that. And I think a lot of the decisions that we've made this offseason, um, you know, match that belief. Uh, and also recognize that, that every day there's something to learn. And uh, I'll, I'll learn from this offseason. We'll learn from uh, you know, I guess what people consider to be the rights and the wrongs or the good and the bad. Um, but, you know, none of it is finite. Uh, so there's always something to learn and improve on. And, you know, I try and live my life that way. And so uh, whether it's leaning on others and getting advice from them. Uh, but I, I think what I learned as a player is, you know, you can get advice from everywhere. You can, you can, you know, the coach can give you a lot of information. Uh, your teammates can tell you a lot of different things. Uh, but ultimately, you know, you have to be committed and in, in believe in really who you are and what you're capable of accomplishing. And that that's what really gets you through. Thank you so much, everyone. We just have time um, for one more. We'll go over to Amanda Skurlock with the LA Sentinel. Hey, Coach. Um, I'm wondering, how do you find yourself building chemistry among the team or helping the team kind of build chemistry, especially for this season? And also, what lessons you got from this previous season, you know, on how to kind of help the team build chemistry with one another? Yeah, no, I, I, that's a very intuitive uh, <laughs> question because it, those things are challenging um, when you can't spend a lot of time together. Uh, you know, part of part of chemistry is trust. And part of trust is understanding, you know, who you're working with, uh, you know, how they respond in different situations and vice versa. Uh, so it's, it's not easy to develop the type of chemistry, in particular, that can carry over onto the court. Uh, you know, the only thing that really helps that to develop is time on the court together. Uh, and so that that's one of the reasons why we uh, we're very specific about, you know, signing the players that we signed and, and, and going ahead and getting to that 15 and, and, and maybe 16 due to Vadiva, 
so that we know who we're showing up to training camp with, and we can start to communicate. We can start to have those conversations uh, and start to build some of that chemistry that you're referencing. Um, you know, honestly, uh, NECA's leadership, uh, Christy Tolliver's leadership, uh, Erica Wheeler's leadership, you know, uh, the, the players ultimately, uh, you know, take control of their team and their locker room. Um, and I can't speak for them, but I, you know, they are communicating together uh, quite a bit already. And, and that is good to, to know and, and to hear the conversation that they're having with each other. Um, in terms of, you know, what we'll try and continue to do to, to build that chemistry, uh, you know, just like we're all doing now, uh, you know, we're virtually connecting, uh, you know, we're, we're sending notes to each other, we're communicating this way via Zoom, uh, we're, we're texting, we're calling, uh, we're still trying to maintain those relationship ties, even though we can't physically spend as much time together. Um, and we're going to have to lean into those things even more um, and, and invest even more time uh, in that, you know, prior to showing up for training camp. Uh, but but it's still, it ultimately comes down to, you know, that chemistry on the court is, it's an on the court uh, experience and journey. And, um, you know, that's what we hope to to start to create from day one in training camp. And we, and we, we believe we put a group together that, um, no matter what the final results are, like these are the type of people, the type of women, they have the type of attitude, the grit, uh, you know, the approach to life and to sport and to business, uh, like that we, we're all excited to work with. Uh, and so, you know, we, we, we can't wait. Um, you know, we, the draft is fast approaching. So, uh, you know, we still have work to do there with, uh, you know, we have a total of four picks but uh, you know, we'll see how things play out over the next month. Uh, so um, yeah, ultimately, you know, again, thanks everybody for, for hopping on today. I uh, really appreciate the time. And, and like I said earlier, um, you know, our league is growing, um, but there's still so much more work to do. And uh, hopefully I can be of, of, of value to all of you as you continue to, to add value to this league and to these women and, and what they're doing. Thank you, Eli Horowitz, and also special thanks to Natalie Gilmore. As always, your hard work makes this show sound awesome. We appreciate you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SwissBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacy Pates for Sydney Weiss. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.